0: Welcome, everybody, to our first episode. We're kind of nervous, <laughs> kind of excited. Um, I'm Bailey. I'm Bailey Romans, actually, Well, I probably should say my last name.
1: <laughs> and I'm Alicia Kreger.
0: And we are here today, I guess, to just talk.
1: Yeah, well, this, our first episode is really just to get to know us and um, our testimonies and why we really want to do this. This is going to be our testimony and our goals for this podcast. And what we want to um, shed light on.
0: So I guess I'll start. (laughs) Because I'm very open about my testimony and everything I've gone through. If you hear a paper rattling, I'm sorry. I'm a little scatterbrained. Just a little bit. So I may not remember. Uh, I grew up in a really good home. Um, I had great parents. Now, none of my immediate family is in church. But my mom and dad are. But the rest of them aren't. Um, so, but I did grow up having a amazing mom and dad that always worked for the church. <laughs> they, the doors were open. We were inside. <laughs> we were there. We were cleaning. We were, I literally, I was 12 years old and could run sound, could clean the church, could do everything inside the church because that was just, that's how I grew up. Um, I was homeschooled, and even though i was homeschooled and had not been bullied i had issues self-esteem issues i always called myself the little fat girl of the youth group (laughs) because i was always the fat one at least in my eyes i know i look at myself now and i'm like oh you were fine (laughs) (laughs) oh that always happens to everybody anyways but i mean i did have my youth group that in influenced me a little bit but not they always i had a decent youth group my mom and dad were the youth pastor at the time and so i kind of was overlooked in a way because my mom and dad were the youth pastor but i had a friend that i became close with who introduced me to some people i probably shouldn't have been introduced to and specifically one person who took me down a really 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 rough road He took advantage of me and a lot of other things, which we will talk more about later. But because of all of that, I had a new problem, which was self-harm and suicide. I dealt with a lot of self-harm and suicide. I tried several, several, several times, which we will talk about more in later episodes. And um, that was just kind of traumatic. I can remember nights where... I would be sitting in the bathtub just bawling and hurting myself if we're not going to go too graphic right now maybe later but not right now but just those were countless nights for me And the time i was about 12. that's when it started i was 11 or 12. we ended up moving away from my hometown because Uh, My pastor had moved, and a lot of things were kind of in the transition phase. My mom and dad were ready to move on with their ministry and start changing directions. And so we ended up moving away, four hours away from all of my family, away from everything I grew up with, which was probably the best thing for me. And um, we moved to Lufkin, and then things started to get better. They weren't the greatest. But I started to try to get better, but then I'd fall back down and just get right back down in a hole. But I finally started going to camp when I moved. And so this is kind of a funny story. I stopped cutting myself because I did not want people to see fresh self harms scars when I'm at camp around a bunch of girls. And I was like, yeah, they probably don't want to see that. <laughs> and so I had stopped my, or tried my best to stop because I knew people would see it. And that camp was the camp that changed everything, which we'll talk more about later in different episodes because we will address self-harm and suicide later on. But, uh, yeah, um, one camp changed me and I stopped and didn't deal with it for so I was probably 16 or 17, maybe when well, I, was, I was probably 15 or 16 when I finally had stopped self-harming. Anyway, so after um, finally being able to stop and things had gotten better, um, I had met a whole new friend group of Bible college students. (laughs) I was very adamantly against going to Bible college for several years, mainly because all of my Bible college friends would always vent to me, a non-Bible college student, about the troubles of Bible college and just, I mean, like the fun, there were fun parts, but a lot of, you know. I was very close i had a lot of tbc friends and that's where i went to ended up going to bible college even though i was adamantly against it for a very long time Um, and then i met my husband several years later after having all these friends before i was a tbc student i met my husband because he came from kentucky to Texas Bible College, and then he fell in love with me, and I hated him, and then I ended up falling in love with him, (laughs) and then um, that was just a great experience, shout out to you babe, love you, if you end up listening to this, (laughs) well, hopefully, (laughs) I'm pretty sure you will, (laughs) anyways, so while at TBC, I had something very traumatic happen to me, I had lost my pastor that had been my pastor my whole life. I had also just gotten married, just moved out of my mom and dad's house, just started going to Bible college all in the same year that all of this happened. So I was kind of thrown into life very quickly and didn't really know how to handle my emotions very well. I hadn't dealt with some of my trauma from my past at all. And along with new trauma that entered the picture, it brought back all of the... The depression and suicide and wanting to self harm—it all just hit me like a freight train again. And I think it was 2017. Um, yeah, Alicia so. wanted or started going to therapy, which we'll talk about more later. No, 2018. Well, 2018, 2018, yeah. And she had she knew I needed to go. She knew I needed to, and she asked me one day, "You want to just come with me?" I was like, "Yeah, that was a no." <laughs> She didn't want to go. I didn't want to go at all, but uh, I ended up going and I sat in that room and started crying during not my therapy session.
1: Yeah. (laughs) She, she, um, I had started going to therapy and I'll, we'll talk about this in just a second, but, um, I started going to therapy and we will talk about this in another episode as well. I know that therapy, there is good beneficial things Mm -hmm. to therapy, you know, and I know that while, um, we come from very different backgrounds. We we experienced a lot of the same things and we we went through and dealt with a lot of the same things. And I knew that just by sitting and just on, whether it be my session, just one of my sessions, I knew that, some, that she would get something from that, whether it's just from that one session or whether she would continue to go.
0: A lot of me not wanting to go to therapy was because I did not want to admit that I really did have an issue. Cause at the time I wasn't taking any medication. Mm-hmm. I was just, struggling through it thinking that my relationship with god was not good enough honestly and that i was just i was fine and just needed to pray more <laughs> which is a lie i mean i was doing my best but i just cried and then her therapist looked at me and was like do you want to talk i was like <sighs> and they're like i broke anyways started going to therapy was the best thing i ever did but um, in 2019, towards the end of the year, this was my senior year, actually, at Bible College, I had a mental breakdown. And this is recently, <laughs> well, it's been a year a year ago, but um, I had a very, 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 very bad mental breakdown. There was a lot going on, and I just started shutting down. And I mean, I will talk about more in depth later, but there was a moment, a pivotal moment on Corral Tour where someone spoke to me and just read my mail. He absolutely read my mail and told me from that night I would be healed. And I'm not going to say that I have been 100% like no depression, but I have not had a suicidal thought since then. I do believe God did take that away from me, but I mean, I'm not, I still struggle, but I mean... That you know, God gives us, we go through stuff. Yeah, and that just comes with life. As yeah, well, we go know. through stuff, and we have ups and downs. COVID has been a struggle for absolutely everybody, not just you know me. And it, losing my senior year of Bible college to coronavirus was a pain. But I ended up getting to graduate, and that's all that really matters. I walked across the stage. I'm happy. So all Praise that hard ancestor. work did not go to waste. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. So uh, let's hear about you, friend. Yeah. Um, so
1: like, like we said, uh, we, we grew up from, we had very different, different, different backgrounds. Um, I didn't grow up in church and when we say we grew up or, you know, we grew up in church or we go to church, you know, we were in the church. Uh, we mean that isn't, we are apostolic Pentecostal. Um, that is our belief. That is our doctrine that we go by. Um, so if you ever hear anything like that, that is, that is what we mean by, um, we believe in oneness, you know, acts 2:38, repent repent, be baptized. That is what our belief system is. So if you ever hear us talking about going to church or being in church, that is the, um, quote unquote denomination or quote unquote religion that we go by hate those two words. Cause it's not just a belief or a religion or a denomination. It's our lifestyle. But, um, anyways, back to the point, I didn't grow up in church. Uh, I had family members who were in the church, um, and who, you know, loved God, who, who were praying for me. And I think without their prayers, I wouldn't be where I'm sitting at right now. Um, but I didn't grow up in the church. I, for the first 17 years of my life, there was a lot of, a lot of things that had, that had hit me. I was abused in more ways than one, um, by more than one people person. I was abused in more ways than one, and by more than one person. Yeah,
0: that's there yeah, we go. There we go.
1: Words, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> words, <laughs> words. Correct. Yes. And if you ever hear us laughing, sometimes that's just our coping mechanism. So ignore. We that. do that a whole lot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, yes. Apologies. Tra- we are not trying to be insensitive. It's just we're comfortable. We're comfortable <laughs> with each other, and since this is our uh, friends doing this, this is just how we talk about it now one of this is just how we deal sometimes anyways i um i had a lot of just a lot of depression a lot of anxiety a lot of fear a lot of you know suicidal tendencies a lot of just very negative things that i thought about myself and that i thought about the world and i thought about god you know my my mindset was well if if god is real i was actually an atheist. Um I didn't believe in anything like that. I believe there was no higher power. I believe that, you know, we were born and then we do what we do and then we die and that's it. You know, and what a bleak lifestyle to live. And but that's the what that's how I was. And um I was about 17 years old and some things happened with my parents and I ended up moving in with my grandparents who just happened to be in church. And I can remember living with him, and I was about 18, I just turned 18, I think, and we had an evangelist come to the church, and I don't think Bailey has ever heard this story. Probably not. But, um, because I don't talk about it very often, even though it was my very first real experience with a higher power, I guess, if you wanted to call it that. I was still an atheist, you know, I still, I, but I had the mindset. I, I grew up with respect and love towards my elders. And if I'm going to live in my grandparents' house, I'm going to go to church with them. You know, they want me to do this. This is what I'm going to do. So I did it. And um, I went to church with him, and we had an evangelist come. And he didn't know me from Adam, he had no clue who I was uh but we were in a church service and he stops in the middle of church and he looks me dead in the eye and he says you have been woken up in the middle of the night these past few months um and it's not just your mind playing a trick on you and then he like Bailey said uh this evangelist started to read my mail you know, he was telling me he was, I was being pulled from one side to the other. And it was just, he was blatantly reading my mail. And I, I can remember like sitting there and feeling like, wow, no one should be able to know this information. No one in my life have I ever told. Some of it had just happened recently that day. And, you know, ever since then, I've, I've been trying to live for God and I got the Holy Ghost on February 5th, uh, 2016. And then, Literally a year after that, I went to Bible college. And to say I wasn't prepared for Bible college is a literal understatement. And we whenever we go into our Bible college episode, um, since both of us have been to Bible college, whenever we go into our Bible college episode, uh, we'll dive into this a little bit more. I know we keep saying that, but in this podcast we're just so excited because we have a lot of things that we want to cover. Um, and we know that a lot of people here who are going to listen fingers crossed, uh, have things that they want us to cover as well. You know, and we're always open to ideas. We're always open to suggestions as well. But, um, I went to Bible college and I wasn't prepared for it. I was a new babe in Christ. I wasn't solidified yet. I was still struggling with a lot of things and struggling is not a sign of backsliding or anything like that. Definitely not. Struggling is a, it's, it's just life. Struggling. (laughs) It's it's just struggling. Um, there is a difference between struggling and giving in, and we're going to cover that a little bit more, you know, in further episodes. But if you're struggling with something, you're actually fighting against it. And, you know, you're not giving into it. And I think, I think what a lot of people do when they say, oh, I'm struggling with this is no, you're actually giving into it and you're not actually putting up a struggle against it. But you know, we'll dive more into that um, as we go on. But um, I was still struggling with a lot of things when I went into Bible college and I just was not prepared. I was very shut off. I, we, I grew up in a mindset and in a home that we didn't talk about our problems. We dealt with it ourselves or we just didn't deal with it. We pushed it to the side and we ignored it until we couldn't ignore it anymore. And then we fixed it just enough. To where we can ignore it again. That was my lifestyle. That's how I grew up. And it's not a, it's not the way to live. You know, like, we, we have this father who wants to sit there and hear. And he knows all this. He just wants you to talk to him about it. And uh, I wasn't prepared for talking about it. And I think it's funny that uh, me and Bailey are starting a podcast where all we do is talk yeah. about some things. So... Um, but yeah, I wasn't prepared to talk and it was very, very strange for me to enter into an environment where I had to talk because talking about it is so vital. You know, we're made overcomers by the word, of, uh, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. You know, like this is my testimony. I thought what is, what I would just lay to rest is actually something that is going to help me persevere and push forward. And not only that, it's not going to help me, but it's going to help other people.
0: I know one thing I forgot to mention, <clears throat> something about us is I'm a lot more open to talk about my testimony because I've had to talk about it a lot more. I almost got forced into it. I love you, Brother Horsley. <laughs> um, I, I forgot to mention this when I was talking about me. Uh, a part of the reason why I had a lot of struggles back at the end of 2019 was I had written a song <laughs> and Brother Horsley was like, he heard it and he was like i want to put this on a C- our next cd and i was like "Ha!" at first i was super excited and then um, i heard one person say one thing about my song and it sent me in an absolute spiral uh, one person said one negative thing about my song and i said take it off because I knew, I I guess it hit me that people were gonna criticize me, and I was like, I can't do this, can't do it. And so, but Brother Horsley ended up, I, I had walked in his office in this, and he was like, it just felt like I wasn't even talking to you. He's like, that's just how bad it was. And I ended up putting it on the CD. It's on there. It's on the la- it's on the last Texas Bible College CD. Look at that. Uh, Making me beautiful. But when we went on tour, I had to talk about why I wrote the song every time we sang it. And I still have to do that when I do sing it. <laughs> I have to talk about my testimony, which made me a lot more open to telling my testimony and which in turn has helped me because I've realized how many people it's actually affected. Whereas Alicia is just now Yeah, I'm very I'm very new to this. You know, I'm very I've only
1: been in the church for about five years. Now in twenty twenty one it'll be about five years and I'm still very new to this and during this time, during only five years, not even five years, but when I started going to Texas Bible College in Mm -hmm. 2017 and more so in 2018 is when I really started to talk about my testimony and my testimony is not one and I I think Bailey agrees as well. We can share it in a way that we can do a lot of people, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but our testimony is one that is very sensitive, has a a lot of deep things um, that are, that are rooted in it and that we struggle with. Cause there are a lot of, a lot of hard things, um, in that and that we, we don't talk about it enough, you know? And so, and I, we, I personally still haven't talked about it because there are aspects that I haven't Work through yet, and not saying that I'm not going to. Like I have, and Bailey has testimony, and all my friends, you know, who especially were with me in Bible college. Mm-hmm. I have come such a long way Very from long way. from where I was to where I'm at now, you know, and mm-hmm. and that comes with talking about it. That comes with sharing our testimonies, and you know, I didn't. There were some things that happened that I did, and you know. Um, one of the things that I think we don't talk about enough is admitting our mistakes. We always, you know, want to say, Oh, it's under the blood under the blood, but we have to sit there and think that like, no, I, I, I made this mistake. You know, this is what I did. And because of that, I'm going to overcome this. You know, like I, I have someone who is going to sit down or who's going to sit there and look down at me and be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes, you know? Um, we're all overcomers, you know, from that and, and just recently, um, I've been able to talk about it a little bit more and now, um, I, I personally can only share mine in snippets still cause it's, it's still, it's still a fresh wound. It's still, it's still, uh, healing,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and there's nothing wrong with taking time to heal. Yeah.
0: Absolutely,
1: absolutely not. nothing wrong. And, you know, there are some people who can, like Bailey said, you know, she went to the altar, she got prayed for, she prayed, Mm -hmm. you know, and God moved in and she hasn't had something that she got instant healing, you know, and that is great. That happens. It should happen a lot more frequently than it does, you know,
0: lack lack of faith, but we'll talk about that more later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right now, that's neither here nor there, (laughs) but But we'll, we'll touch on that in just a minute. But, um you know for me it wasn't an instantaneous thing it was like and and still it's not i'm still working through stuff there are still things that we are working through you know but my while my testimony is something that's still very fresh and hers is something that she she has talked about you know um i think it just comes to show that no matter what different lifestyles that you come from while she grew up in church i didn't grow up in church you know some things can still happen and you can still wind up in the same spot
0: we can give some very good perspectives from two different angles
1: yeah very much so you know you
0: have a That's <laughs> a good bailey's, friendship.
1: <laughs> you know bailey's married i'm not i'm single i'm stepping uh, into
0: a weird phase of life <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she's
1: about to you know embark on a brand new adventure and i'm, I'm i don't think here. i talked
0: about it but me and my husband are going to japan uh, on aim in july of this year so some of our episodes may turn well in july of 2021 yeah it'll be the it'll be the new year by the time this comes out but we're planning to go in july we're still fundraising so i'm sure i'll post some stuff on how you can help us with that but i'm stepping into a new phase of life that i'm a little scared about and alicia's you know living her life right now still trying to figure out you know
1: yeah. Like, and there's, and there's,
0: and I, it's I'm okay just, to not know where you need to go at the moment.
1: Yeah. It's okay <laughs> to not have an answer. And you know, then once that, again, we, we keep, we keep saying that we'll talk about it. Cause we just, we have so many ideas we're bursting at this. <laughs> and I think that just goes to show our, wh- how much mm-hmm. our passion as well for this and how much we don't talk about things, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just, I think we're just, we're super ready. Um, to share our testimonies with y'all and to share that, you know, and talk about some things that maybe we don't talk about enough.
0: All right. So I guess now we'll move on to the the next thing we really want to talk about, which is what in the world we plan on doing with this <laughs> podcast. Cause the title is a little, you know, could be controversial. Just Did I say that right? Controversial. Contro- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. I guess I said it right. It I don't know. A lot of it is gonna mainly be us talking, um, because that's the goal. Um, we're gonna talk about subjects that really need to be talked about. Yeah. That we feel aren't talked about enough.
1: Yeah, I feel like um, not just in our our organization, but in the the, the church itself you know, uh, it doesn't matter whether, what organization you're with, but in the church itself, we, we don't broach uncomfortable subjects, subjects that are just a little bit too eh, makes it a little bit tense in the air, makes it a little bit tight. You know, Mm -hmm. you start feeling some things and you're just like squirming in your seat just a little bit. We don't talk about that enough. And now we're not, we're not going to blatantly just be like, all right, and we're going to lay the smack down walls. This is yeah. what we're going to talk about is our opinions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and scriptures and not, a, not only that, where, where it's really, really good. Yeah. From us coming from different backgrounds is that Bailey, you know, grew up in the church and she has this, this biblical foundation that she grew up with. Right. And so for me, I didn't grow up in the church and I was an atheist. So I have this very, I'm a very scientific, I'm with statistics. I want to know facts. I want to know where you got your information from, mm-hmm. um, where you're pulling it from. Like I want, that's how I am, you know, and it's, that's where we really work well together. You mm-hmm. know, where she is able to lay scriptural foundation. I'm, lay, I'm able to lay another type of foundation that, um, works good
0: together you know and like i mean we're not here to bash i mean that is the absolute last thing we're here to do um we want to just talk about things because there is so much that i mean it's not just in the upci it really is not it is everywhere i have seen countless people whether it be baptist or you know seventh day adventist they get they are also tired of not talking about things and not knowing why um sex is sacred to marriage or why we should abstain and because we've always just been told don't do it you know there's a lot of people that haven't been fed correctly right and 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 that like and you know uh
1: why we should abstain from sex before marriage and and why therapy and mental illness isn't demons or spirits. Like sometimes it's just a lack of brain function.
0: Yeah. You know, it is a chemical imbalance.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's literally, there are scientific evidence Mm -hmm. that, that is able to back up. Yeah. You know, things behind this. And it's just, I think, I think we are all tired of not talking about things because if, if, the church doesn't talk about them whatever denomination or religion that you come from as long as you're preaching truth i think that's yeah what we matter
0: and me and her aren't always gonna agree about some things we i mean we're friends but it doesn't matter to us if we really see the eye to eye or not on some things it's just like it's you know we go to different churches we have different pastors we you know we're not always going to see eye to eye on some subjects But we're not really here to say, you know, this is the gospel truth. It's like, hey, we really should. Let's open this book. Let's talk about it. Pass it on to somebody. You, hopefully this will spark conversations with you or with your pastor, with your youth group or with your friends. Like, hey, did you hear this? What do you think about this? We want to make these easier to talk about. Yeah. And just open that door to say, hey, look, like, let's, let's start talking.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it's time because if, if we as a church don't start talking about it and start teaching, you know, Mm -hmm. the good, not the good way or the right way, but if we don't start teaching ourselves and other people about this, who are they going to learn it from? Yeah. Are they, they're going to learn it from a world that has taken holy and sacred things and perverse them in a way that, that is unimaginable you know yeah and if we don't start talking about these things and start putting light on them um start putting you know shedding light on negative things and shedding light on positive things that happen
0: in the church yeah because both of us have gone through negative things that have happened in the church i mean i mean i've seen it my growing up i've seen it from multiple different pastors ministers people i've seen the good side and the bad side of literally Anything to do with ministry, I have seen both sides and so has Alicia. She has, I may call her Sia sometimes because that's, I I guess what (laughs) I call her. Um, But like, we both have seen the good side and the bad side. And I mean, from different eyes, but we, we've seen it. We know it's, you know, we just need to talk. We really just need to talk
1: about it. Yeah. And I think something, something great about this podcast and something that I think y'all are going to see as well is that, we can still be friends and we can still hold a conversation. We can still, you know, go out to eat, go to church together, but our opinions differ. Yeah. You know, and like, but like Bailey said, our opinions aren't going to be the same. You know, your, your opinions aren't going to be the same with ours. Our opinions isn't Mm going to be the same with, you know, other people. And it's okay. (laughs) And that's okay. That's what makes up the church
0: body as a whole, because my convictions aren't, you know, aren't Alicia's convictions. Like I may not have a problem with wearing a wedding ring, but maybe she sees an issue with it, but it's also really not a heaven or hell issue, honestly. And we both can uh, really agree on that. Yeah. And, but I just, I have a wedding ring. Maybe she won't wear one. And when she gets married, it just depends. But that's why God has given people different levels of conviction in different churches that will have different levels in their churches like her pastor may be stricter than mine my pastor is just a whole different boat and game i love him so much maybe one day you'll get to hear from him he's crazy um but like my pastor is just very different and has views people very differently than most pastors would and you know maybe it's just you know everybody's different literally every pastor is different and that's good for people it's good for some people to have a more you know a pastor that's going to be like, Hey, your skirt's too short.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, and, and that's, and I, I, mean, it just, it just comes down to where God places you, mm-hmm. who he places over you, mm-hmm. you know, um, what he places on your what heart you individually, what you need, what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. I just had a really big deja vu moment. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, But it just, it all comes down to what is God's plan for your life, you know, and, and walking this life, you know, I think that sometimes we just, we just need to talk, you know,
0: we really just need to get stuff off our chest too. Yeah. And I mean, with COVID, I I just feel like I need to say this with COVID, this coronavirus has opened a door spiritually. Um, I've. I really feel a beckoning of God saying, Hey, prepare yourself. I'm coming. I mean, you can feel it in the air almost like, Hey, time's wrapping up and it's time to start getting stuff out in the open so people can be ready. And maybe by starting this conversation, it's going to help you realize, Oh, maybe I have been abused in my past when I was a kid and I haven't talked to absolutely anybody about it. I've never been to therapy, but it's holding me back. I need to go see somebody. I need to go talk to somebody. I mean, therapists legally can't tell anybody anything unless you're a minor yeah. <laughs> and then you have parents, but even then I would still suggest going. It is gonna be an amazing experience. Which we will talk about. Yeah, later. Whenever we, we, whenever we We've our... got a very long list <laughs> of episodes, but that's why we're, we're doing this. And yeah. eventually we'll be having to do this over the phone when I'm in Japan, but we're still planning on keeping it going no matter what.
1: Yeah, because it's... It's important. It's, it's important. It's vital. And like Bailey said, it, we are coming to a time mm-hmm. where we really need to start getting our hearts right. Getting w- what is could possibly be a festering wound we need to start getting this out Mm -hmm. in the open we need to start being comfortable or at least approaching uncomfortable subjects Mm -hmm. you know because by by avoiding them by putting them to the side you know we are we're we're opening a door to where we're learn not learning a good we're not learning about it in a good manner we are learning about it from the world yeah, And when we mean the world, we mean like a worldly view upon what we believe God has created to be sacred or holy or, you know, just the way he's created it to be, you know, because there's a godly view and then there's a worldly view. And whenever we mention a worldly view on things, we um, we're meaning it in a way that is not the way God intended it to be.
0: Yeah. And I know I probably didn't finish what I was thinking, but with coronavirus and everything, our numbers of depression in people have spiked and have are higher than they have absolutely ever been. And, like, a big thing with us, too, is mental illness. Um, we both struggle. I mean, I would still say actively struggle because we're not completely 100% you know okay all the time (laughs) yeah and 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 I take medicine for it I've been to therapy and I will talk about it and I'm completely okay with that and one of the things we're doing on here uh, is um every other week we are also doing a study which we will plan on continuing with different stories or different books and you know i say stories but they're books <laughs> but with different books we're doing great this time around we're doing grace for the afflicted by uh, matthew s stanford he is uh, he takes a clinical and biblical perspective on mental illness he's looking at it from science and from the bible and so that's something else we're focusing on for six weeks every other week we're doing that also so but we really like that's that's our goal we want to we want to make subjects easier to talk about. We want to open that door to talk about, um, mental illness, you know, perversion. Uh, and that is running rampant, not just in ap- the apostolic culture, but everywhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everywhere. Um, divorce there's, and how taboo that subject can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so many subjects uh, I could sit uh, here and name.
1: Singleness, mm-hmm. uh, Bible college, you know, the just the waiting room, uh,
0: boundaries and relationships, how we can't talk about our testimonies. Oh, and it's st- like, that's just, uh, condemnation versus conviction. Yeah. Just uh, what you said earlier about giving in or, you know,
1: struggling versus giving mm-hmm. in, you know, there's um, a lot
0: of things that we just, we need to talk about and it's time. It's time to start talking.
1: Yeah, it is. It's time to start talking. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the very first episode of Breaking Apostolic Taboo. Once again, my name is Alicia Kreger. And
0: I'm Bailey Romans. And And let's let's start start talking. talking.